Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to meeting six, Frodham Town Council full council meeting, Monday the 23rd of October. Um, I'd like to start by welcoming Adam Wordsworth as our newest councillor. I hope you'll enjoy your time with us. Thank you very much. Um, as you probably know, we do make a, an audio recording of the meeting, yeah. so uh, you will be able to listen back. <laughs> when we've all forgotten what we said, we can listen back to it. Um, can we start with apologies for absence, please? Yes, um, Mark Neil. All right. Um, so we've got Councillor Jones, Martin, Reynolds and Neil. Could I make a point, Chair? Yeah. Um, because of some of the absences and one particular absence that is, um, is going to come to light, um, I think we, we as councillors should remember that it's not only to inform the town clerk that we're not going to be here, but the reasons why we're not going to be here. Um, and then it's up to council whether they accept those reasons. Because there is the statutory law that if you miss six, you're automatically taken off council. Okay, you've got that, Hazel. Okay, um, agenda item 108, declarations of interest. Um, Frank? No, nothing on this agenda, no. Frank? No. 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 Just before we start the meeting, Chair, could I just make a public um, statement to congratulate you on becoming a board member of Chalk and Hazel is now, with the two of you now, fully in control. It can only do this council a lot better served. So congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Right, so we'll hand over now to Peter Crowcroft to go to talk to us about PCSO arrangements. Thank you, Chair. Uh, good evening. Thanks again for the invite back. I do enjoy coming across the function. <laughs> um, Mr. Wordsworth, I'm uh, Peter Crowcroft. I'm uh, head of neighbourhood police and for Cheshire Police. We haven't, no. It would be strange not to say sir every time I speak to you. Right, right. Um, you've probably seen a lot in the press that a couple of forces, Norfolk, and whether you saw that, that um, one of their propositions was to withdraw PCSOs from their, their policing offer. It's not gone through in the press. Never had a good sensationalising things, I'm sure. But, you know, that sort of approach is as far really as from Cheshire's as, uh, as you can get really. Neighbourhood policing is, is very much referred to our offer. The uh, acting chief uh, wrote out to all funding partners uh, recently. And I just checked, Chair, that you, you received that letter? Yes, we did. Brilliant. Um, so that really is a result of uh, consultation um, with uh, internally with our uh, PCSOs, but also with yourselves and with other interested parties about how we could get a bit more uh, equality across the board with our PCSOs, but coupled with that, a bit more clarity and substance behind any 
funding arrangements. So, um, Chair, you asked me to attend today, and uh, I assume there's some sort of questions from councillors around what this means. Uh, in terms of uh, Frodsham, uh, you will have, as I mentioned before, I think a, it's not a free PCSO because you pay uh, the taxes, uh, but it is a dedicated PCSO for which there wouldn't be an SLA because you don't have an SLA with um, general policing. In terms of funding, um, you've been a supporter of uh, funding uh, for quite a number of uh, years now. And um, the offer that is being put forward and hasn't been decided yet because this is a proposal is that any funding partner who does wish to fund an additional service uh, would be paying in the amount of £33,280. That can either be as a single parish council um, or funding partner, or it can be on a clubbed basis, so you can join up with a, a number of other partners. Um, this is really uh, to sort of take some of the ambiguity out of some of the SLAs that some people haven't got, some have grown up over the 10 years and sort of got uh, changed. Other uh, councils, funding partners I mentioned to you, haven't got an SLA for, for one reason or another. Um, so that's the proposal that the constabulary is looking to put to the commissioner. Uh, the commissioner then needs to decide uh, whether or not he accepts that. Uh, and if he does, to give you a constabulary-wide basis, there would be uh, there are 141 wards right across Cheshire, Holton, and Warrington. Uh, 20 of those wards are so sort of vast that actually um, the, uh, the the science sort of marries up 20 of those, Frodsham's not affected by this, marries up 20 of those. So it brings it down to 121. So you would have 121 PCSOs for the force. But those PCSOs would almost be um, sacrosanct in terms of um, you wouldn't see a, a vacancy rate in that. The commissioners uh, would not want to see that. So the local community always have a continuous even if someone went off sick, career brain, maternity leave, any other reasons. And also, the uh, ability for the commander to move those PCSOs around would be uh, very much limited. Um, we would also uh, possibly have, uh, on top of that, any funded PCSOs. And then in order to cover some of the higher output areas, we might well have a, um, a, a sort of pot of other PCSOs which would be available for uh, filling those gaps very quickly. I can't tell you how big though that pot is. Uh, so what we've done with this is it's not just gone to yourselves as a funding partner, it's gone to the PCSOs as well. And, and quite frankly they quite welcome the proposition that they would know where they are, that they'll be covering a particular area um, and that consistency because that's what a lot of them joined for. No secret, there's a lot of uh, turnover of PCSOs because they leave to join the, the regular COPs. Uh, and I think that will always continue while we're recruiting, no force of recruiting. But for Frodsham, if yours left and there's no, there's nothing saying that Neil would leave, is that we would be able to get someone in um, very quickly. Um, your free one, um, one to a better phrase, um, I see no point at all in moving Neil, for example, um, because he knows the community, he 
likes working here. I think he's got a good relationship with yourselves. We've got the work going on uh, around the consultation with Frodsham uh, Fire Station. So that's going to save him a load of time. Um, so I see, as, as the local policing sort of uh, lead, no reason to move Neil at all. What I've said to you before is I can't stop him leaving to do something else, which I can understand. Could I just, sorry to interrupt oh, you, I think we need to emphasise as well, you've said you know he has a good working relationship with us as councillors. The big thing that he has is a good working relationship with the community, and especially the young children yeah. who he, they, they call him Neil. I mean, they recognise him. Yeah. So he, I would be horrified if he was ever moved because he knows everybody and everybody knows who he is. Uh, I would agree with the councillor, that's why I would, I would always want him to, to remain where he is. Thank you. Through the chair, I think to add to uh, Councillor Ashton's remarks, he also goes above and beyond his duties, being a governor of one of our schools, it happens to be Weaver Vale, one in my ward, but it's the outside activities that he brings to his job and the respect that he's got, and as Councillor Ashton said, children from the age of 6 to 16 know him by name um, and I think the relationship that he has with our neighbouring PCSO and the work that they put in together has to be congratulated and commended because that is working partnership and we are being good neighbours in that way and I like that idea. Great, Thank, thanks very much Councillor and, and you know I will feed that back to Neil and we, we had that discussion last time. Yeah. Well quite frankly I'll be stupid too moving uh, and there are lots of examples of that throughout the force um, and it also gives us a chance you know where there are two or three that maybe cover an area the commander will have to work out a way of um, sort of deciding who, who stays and who goes to another place if this proposal is accepted uh, but I absolutely get your points about that. Can, when do you think that a decision will be made on this? Well, the changes, uh, if, if it's all acceptable, there's time plan April next year. Um, so everything will continue as is until then. And then April next year, so 1st of April next year, we're looking at these changes kicking in. It, it probably won't be the 1st of April for the headline meeting. It'll be the 3rd or 4th, probably. And will it be your decision, sorry, whether Neil stays or not? Is the allocation of PCSO is you, or is it higher up the chain? No, it, it will be my decision with uh, the commander's decision around who actually takes those spots. So the PCC, Police Crime Commission, will decide how many we have. Yeah. But then it's always an operational reason about who, who we put in those various posts. Okay. Um, but Neil has lots of connections here, so why would I want him to stay here? Okay, so have anybody else got any questions? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'd just like to thank Peter because when we first when your first visit was here, um, it wasn't quite as, um, let's say, cordial as it's been this evening. <laughs> and we've met on several times, and I think this is um, to be recognised that the police have worked with the community and the wider people, and they've listened, and they've gone away and thought about it, and I can't commend it highly enough. And also just to bring in one thing that I know um, is on the PCC's list and that is bringing, because I know Councillor Pennington and I want extra policing um, and we do realise that you can't have that unless you pay for it. However, I do know that it's in the PCC's idea to bring in extra special constables over the next period of time. Yeah, 
So thank you. Thank you very much for those comments. Thank you. Just say in the, the letter from the acting chief constable, she <coughs> asks um, for feedback, initial feedback. Yes. Are we able to do that via you, or do we need to write? Uh, no, you, you can if you want to email me, yeah. uh, Hazel, and then I can collate all those. Because what we've got is this. I mentioned the spreadsheet to you before, didn't I? So we've got a spreadsheet, and then your comments will be. Uh, logged on there, that will all go to the, the PCC right. and I assume that will help him make the decision. Um, yeah. okay. so, good, thank you very okay. much. Right, uh, moving on then to agenda item 111, Environment Committee of the 3rd of October. We've got three recommendations. Do you want to talk about them? Yeah, uh, recommendation one uh, the council brands itself as gateway to the sandstone ridge or similar. Um, okay, see, that came about. Um, we'd received communication from the sandstone ridge. Uh, to attend the yeah. uh, event in Tarpon. Yeah, to, to become a member of that sort of group. Um, and they were asking if towns and villages within the Sandstone Ridge would be willing to identify more with the Sandstone Trail, which, as you're probably aware, has been a major um, sort of facet for, you know, near on 40 years now, I think, hasn't it? You know. And uh, a lot of the setting up of the sandstone trail, as you, some of you may be aware, was actually done by a fraudulent guy who was Jack Baker, who was a leading light in the Ramblers Association. And if you walk the sandstone trail, there is actually the Baker's Dozen, which are 13 steps on the sandstone trail. And also there's um, a plaque and, and that in, in memory of Jack Baker. So I think fraudulent always had an identity. I was lucky enough to be responsible for the Sandstone Trail when I had time, you know, my time with Cheshire County Council and also was active in getting the uh, sort of obelisk or what, you know, in uh, outside the Bears Ball. The Sandstone Trail originally used to end at uh, sort of the Memorial Gates and then it was extended, well, Beacon Hill Car Park really, and then it was extended down to the centre of Frodium. So again, I think that made more of an identity with Frodium. I think you know, branding us. I'm not saying that Frodium needs branding. I mean, we stand on our own two feet as a town anyway, but I think it would be nice if we sort of announced that role more to people coming in and out of the town uh, was one idea. So a titular sign going on the, the bottom of the Frodium signs, you know, so it read Frodium Gateway to the Sandstone Trail, and also, you know, making a point on council document, uh, the website and things like that. Um, you know, I don't know whether branding's too strong of a word really, it's more of an association and just, you know, we thought on environment it, it was a good opportunity. Um, just really, what, what other councillors think and whether it's a good idea to take that forward, I don't know. I think it's a very good idea. I think anything that links us with a success story <coughs> such as the Sandstone Trail can only benefit our footfall and tourism that we have. Um, and it is a form of branding, I know, but it's sort of a, a partnership agreement. Mm. And I think that um, 
I commend the committee for thinking about this and I could only support it. No, thank you. Okay. Would you like me to get some quotes for putting the extra strap line on the boundary signs? Yeah, I mean, that was just an idea, you know, so that anybody coming into I'll the town... Yeah, that sort of thing could be sort of incorporated into any refurbishments we're doing anywhere on signs, rather than just have a big expenditure yeah. now. Well, I don't think it would be a big expenditure. Well, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do some, find some uh, costings for us, mm -hmm. if you would then, please, Hazel. But I think... we report back to the bank. Yeah. Do we need to vote on this recommendation, then? Do you want us to vote on it? Yeah. Those in favour? Right. On to recommendation two. Yeah, do you want me to run with that one as well? Um, as you know, we have a commemorative tree policy, and I think there's a copy of it in, in the notes. And it was really um, revision to that. Um, I'm all in favour, personally, of that scheme. But uh, for every tree that we plant, goes a lifetime of maintenance with that tree. You know, and I think it's very emotive, isn't it? Because if you look through the list, uh, which also is in, in your documents here of where all the trees are and that. You, of course, a lot of them are to do with the passing of family members and, and things like that, so it's very emotive. And I wouldn't want for one minute to, you, you know, for, for us not to support it, but it does need to be controlled. And I think the revised one is, is you know, the policy is quite good, it's concise and... I would... I mean, the while you were working on your revised policy, I did an analysis of what we've already got. Mm. I'm a bit concerned that so many of the trees are not on our land. Mm. Um, I'm also, well, I mean, you, you've taken the, the fee out, which the fee was there intended to cover the cost of the trees. I would prefer to see a, a policy that maybe just focused on adopting existing trees on our land rather than have them planted all over Frogham because. Mm. Well, we might start having, now that Cheshire West are developing their own tree strategy, they may not be amenable to... No, I mean, there's, yeah. there's quite a few extenuating circumstances, I appreciate yeah. that. Right, and mm. I, I mean, some of the trees that we have been planted over the years have gone now, presumably the three in uh, Manly Road Cops have gone. Mm. So. I'm, quite a few. I'm sitting on the fence on this a bit, because as with the Mayor, it's an emotive issue, but I don't think it's a commemorative tree at any cost. And with the Mayor being so well up on the maintenance of these um, trees, and seeing what's just happened now in Middlesbrough, Sunderland and a lot of places where the trees have actually done that much damage, they've cost the council millions, I would be of mind to have this whole issue re-evaluated mm. because it can't go for nothing. It is at a cost to the council. And if you are commemorating a member of your family, I would want to pay for the tree. But if you're adopting a tree that's already there, that might be a long-term better way because then you could adopt a tree that's already there that we're already maintaining. And like the chair said, 
a lot of them aren't on our land. So it's not... Yeah, I mean, I, I agree entirely. I mean, you, you know, trees, although I've worked with trees all, all my life, really, they're not the answer to everything. And every tree you plant, you, you've got a lifelong of maintenance with that tree. Um, going back sort of 30 years ago, there was an organisation called Cheshire Landscape Trust, and they went down this road in a big way and really created a monster that was very difficult to, um, to, to manage. Um, we, we've, we've not had a case, but a lot of people then treat these trees, especially if they're in memory of a lost you know, member of the family that's passed or whatever, they, they then treat it as a little bit of a shrine. And, and again, you, you know, as a council, it's very, very difficult to start saying, no, you can't hang this on the tree and, and things like that. You know, I'm not saying uh, we, we've had that happening, but you, you see this very often. I remember on Cheshire County Council, we had it with benches where people put benches in, but then you couldn't sit on the bench because it was covered in family mementos and things like that. You know, it is very emotive and it's a very difficult one. You, you, you know, to turn around and say no. I think, um, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, all I was just going to say, sort of to cover everybody really, I think, um, please tell me if I've got this wrong, but I just felt on that night we didn't really see this as being not, not important, but you know, we just thought there was a few things to revise because it doesn't happen very often. No. I don't, you know, don't be. I, 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 you know, there's a lot of scaremongering goes on, isn't it? People keep, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, how many thousands of people turn up and want trees planting for, for they don't. So, you know, let's keep it in perspective, please. It, it's not, you know, it's yeah, not. I, but, but I do think, you know, I, I, I know I understand where everyone's coming from, but the cops was a different thing altogether. That, as Alan pointed out months and months ago, before they fell and did the damage, that we knew that place had been totally neglected. Those trees oh, yeah. should never have been left to grow like that. And all we want to do now is reinstate, really, but in a proper way, in a managed way, because, you know, everyone wants trees back in there, but this time there'll be, you know, trees that won't get out of hand and be ridiculous sizes like these were. Is it, is it possible, then, that this could go back to the Environment Committee and have a bit more work done uh, on it? Well, that's what I was going to say, if, because I yeah. don't think we, you know, and, and yeah. no disrespect to any of us on that uh, that <coughs> night, but we just sort of thought, well, the, you know, in yeah. all honesty, yeah. we did, didn't we? Yeah. Didn't, none of us have really looked into it, I've got to be honest. So yeah. if you're all happy, I think we do need to go back and, and okay. do it, you know, look at this again. Yeah, absolutely. Discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, no. Um, I, d I don't I know the... Bandley Road Cops is to be replanted and so Couldn't that maybe become like a memorial or a, 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 a tree adoption site? If anyone did want to adopt a tree, yeah, because I mean, we are replanting. So we haven't got a single commemorative tree in Pompey Wood, which is an ideal place for people yeah. to adopt trees. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, as I said, we've never, we haven't really. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I didn't know you. There was such a scheme. No, well, I think through the chair, we're not, I think we don't want to get confused. I agree with what Franz says. Yeah. We're not relaunching this scheme, we're, no. we're just tweaking it. Yeah. You, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I just say that I didn't even know there were commemorative books? And I think that we should let the people of Frodsham know on our website that there are commemorative books and they can be viewed mm. and maybe we can have a specialist little area when we move yeah. to wherever we're moving to um, to have 
the commemorative tree books there for people to see. Okay, well, shall we let the Environment Committee have another look at it? Yes, please. 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 Yes, Proposal to take this on block, Madam Chair. We've only got one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll second that. Yeah. These are the findings of our grants committee. Yeah. Um, is everybody happy to just vote on all of these as yeah. one? Thank you. Or Good. Chair, could I just ask one question? Yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't have any input into this uh, due to not, not, you know, work commitments really. Um, of the people that got the grants, what percentage of the people that applied is that? Did we have a hundred applications or was that the total? There, or? there were three that were rejected right? Um, and they were rejected for good reasons and the town clerk has a copy of those. No, no, I mean I'm not... Uh, no. I and there was, Mr Mayor, um, that these, there might be some that weren't granted the full amount that they right, wanted. Right. Uh, but we did our best to spread it around as best we could. No, as I say, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy that the people have got the money that deserves it. Uh, and, uh, you know, voted for that. I was just interested to see what the uptake on applications had been, you know. I think what did come out of it, Chair, was that um, we could help uh, the seas, you know, the project scouts. Yeah. Uh, they were just short of that 3,500 and they could have a new van and I thought that was, uh, yeah. I thought that yeah. was a good turning point for this council to see that they could go out and buy that. And I have to say as chair of that committee, um, the councillors that did come and vote, it was unanimous, there was no um, wavering from, um, I think I can, I can, is it right to say who didn't get their grants? Would it be right? I don't know. Would it be right? George, on record. Well, it's going to be public. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the St Lawrence's Church put a grant in for their car park. Unfortunately, we as a council cannot give direct money to a church, so that alleviated itself. The Conservative Club wanted 4500 for a mower for the bowling green. Well, we can't give to a political party either and then a private club sorry I knew I was writing one way or the other time you see um, <laughs> and the other one was Active Cheshire and what they wanted a grant for the committee thought we already had here in Frodsham working well uh, for us by a company that was doing it private and hadn't asked for funding. So they were the three that was rejected and those are the reasons why. actually refused it was because they weren't funding. Yeah. Okay. Um, I presume, are we going to invite these the recipients to come to the next council meeting? Or do you want to organise? I presume, Alan, you're going to present the cheques to the Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be happy to do, to do, do that, that if that's the protocol, that okay? yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it to the yeah. next meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. excellent, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. Um, so, moving on to agenda item 113, events committee. Just to note the minutes and yeah. agree the terms of reference. Yeah, move, we accept. Yeah. Everybody's happy with the chair? Yeah. 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 I propose. I'll second it. 
um, agenda item 114, community committee <coughs> to note the minutes, decisions taken and to agree the new terms of reference. Same again. Yeah. 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 And uh, over to Councillor Palton now to give some feedback on the visit from Mr. I do this and I have to say that I was disappointed at the turnout of councillors to welcome an officer of Cheshire to come and put the problems that we've got that we're facing um, in Frodsham. But it was a very good meeting and we took into all four wards, not just one ward. Um, we have also made agreements that the new tree consultant is going to come and meet our environment committee because I had stipulated the problems that the mayor brought up at the meeting. This comes out from the meeting that we've started to invite people that can get things done because we don't seem to be getting things done at Cheshire West and Chester and don't seem to be having the representation that I think that we deserve and that's why things are falling behind. Um, so we invited Karen Shaw, who is the environment uh, portfolio, which brings in street scene trees, this, that and the other. And she is now sending officers to do the job to find out how we can do it. And I think the town clerk will agree with me. We've had a reply from Mark Brazil today, which is very extensive of what now is going to be proposed. So... I think if... To save time for everybody, if the town clerk circulates that to everything. There is one thing that I'm absolutely so chuffed on, because uh, Peel have agreed now with Cheshire West and Chester, there is a problem, and because they Peel won't allow CCTVs on their land, and we are being inundated by flight tipping in Frodsham, we have now agreed with Mark Brazil that once a week, an officer from Cheshire West and Chester on the street scene while collecting refuge in Frodsham will go down the lanes that the chair highlighted to Mark when he was here and those are the, if you like, black spots of the fly tipping. So a very good um, meeting was held um, and he has promised to come back, he's promised to update everything when it comes from steps at Hawthorne Road having proper rails, Howie Lane to be the, to the cree, the trees and hedgerows, and to start enforcing where it can, where it is a member of the public that is at fault. Because none of these bylaws are, any, are as worth as the paper they're written on if we, don't, if we can't enforce it. Um, and I was told, so I'm wrong, you know me, first put my hand up when I'm wrong, the graffiti at Saltwork Fields is cool. It's only offensive graffiti that you can have washed away by Cheshire West and Chester. And none of that graffiti I've been down and checked is offensive. So I apologise to Mark for shouting at him about the graffiti because apparently it's allowed, it's cool to have graffiti on skateboard parks. So I think that's it, Chair, if uh, the town clerk yeah. would circulate that, yeah. that will answer everybody's questions. Yeah, through, through the Chair, yeah, thanks to Mally for, for that. Apologies that I couldn't make that meeting again. It was 
you know, clash with working time, unfortunately. But as you know, I've got a little emotive and maybe said a few things publicly that uh, maybe the wrong turn of phrase and that about some of the things that's happening in Frodium. Um, but what is good to hear is that hopefully they're going to start making people maintain the boundaries, which I think is a big thing that slipped away. And you know that I'm hardly get through an environment meeting without saying the way that roads are closing over and you can't walk up pavements and that, simply because for a long time now, people have not been made to maintain the boundaries. So that would be a fantastic yeah. sort of goal for, for me if, if that started to happen. You know, I, I don't think, you know, it's not bully tactics or anything like that really. It's just really making people do what is legally required, which is maintain the boundary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't think you were too emotive, Mr Mayor. You are our first citizen. <coughs> not only that, you have a work link with keeping towns and villages tidy and safe. I think the thing is what we've been let down in is our complaints not being reported to the correct mm. officers at Cheshire West and Chester. And I would urge anybody now to come to this council and make their first complaint to this council. And if they can do it online themselves, that's fine. There's a lot of people that can't. I know for a fact that there aren't things being reported and they must be reported. So if one person can't do it, let another person do it. And I do appreciate, uh, Mr Mayor, that there are a lot of councillors that do work and have lots of other things, but I don't want it to be seen that Councillor Poulton goes here, there and everywhere, the Chair goes here, there and everywhere, because we're the ones, and Councillor Pennington, because we're the ones that have got more time on our hands. We'll do the best job we can for all of you. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, though, Councillor Poulton. People have got to report things to Cheshire West, not to us, because you're just prolonging the report and doubling up on the work. That's fine, but you live, you represent a ward chair where everybody is au fait with smartphones and apps and this, that and the other. Unfortunately, my residents, the majority of them, and wouldn't then, know what an app and, was. And, and, and could I say, Chair, I'd like to back Camden for them, because I've been waiting at the back of my house to have litter picked up for nine weeks, so I'm backing in. I think, I think the clerk here has never refused me when I've asked her, would you mind reporting this yeah, to no, West I, Cheshire I and she's done I don't want to put the wrong message out there. First and foremost, it's Cheshire West that are responsible. And that's all that the, the office, our office staff are going to do, is forward your complaint form to Cheshire West. So it's better yeah. to report it direct if you can. Chair. I like the words, if you can, Chair, I agree yeah. with you yeah. on Chair, uh, excuse my ignorance, yeah. I should know the answer to this. Is there a link on to Cheshire West's reporting? platform yeah. from yeah. our website. Well, don't know. No, there isn't. There isn't, but we do know. Uh, well, you know, good. would councillors agree that might be a good yeah. idea? Very good, Mr. Yeah. 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 Okay, thanks. I do know that, because um, I've heard the receptionists, when they take phone calls, they, they do give out telephone numbers. Yeah. yeah, they do. For Cheshire West and what We even have people come in, because we were here the other week when somebody walked through and Jackie kindly went on the phone from the mum and people were here. Yeah. Okay, then. So uh, you'll, you'll get a copy of that email from Mr Brazil in the next day or two. Uh, moving on to agenda item 116, um, the reference group for the new M56 junction 11A. And now, unfortunately, the next meeting is on the 21st of November and it's going to clash with our community committee. I would have been very keen to go to this meeting. 
Community committee is the largest committee of councillors that we got, and to be quite honest, it's the one that's the most attended as well. Um, I think it's difficult, but I agree with the chair of the committee, Councillor Brown, that somebody should go. Well, I'm happy um, if Councillor Brown wants to be the nominated FTC rep, but we do need a substitute for the first meeting. Yeah, that's fine by me. Is everybody yeah. happy for yeah. Councillor Brown to represent us? Yes. And uh, perhaps Hazel, you could try and find somebody who would, who's not on the community committee that would, would, it, would stand it, in for Linda at the first meeting. It's just Paul Martin. Um, would Councillor Brown like to attend the first meeting and the deputy chair take the chair? Yeah, I can do that if, if you think that's. I don't mind. Sure. I, yeah. I think that's a good idea because it is very important, Councillor yeah. Brown. Okay, right, I'll do that. That's great. <coughs> Thank you. Right, moving on to agenda item 117, schedule of council meetings. Now, some, a little while ago, six months ago, we, I put a proposal forward that we meet as full council once every two months, and in the intervening months, the committees meet, so that everybody, all meetings were on a two-monthly thing, and it, it didn't happen. The committees wanted to carry on meeting every month. And we're finding now that this is making it difficult to, if we only have full council meetings once every two months. So I've, I've talked to the town clerk about it and we think that we need to go back to meeting monthly as a full council. I'd like to make a comment. Um, as a council that attends, like all of us do when we can, the amount of people that can't come monthly because of the commitments, I think if we would have stuck to committees being once a month yeah. and the town, the main meeting being once a month and the alternate months, yeah. this system would have worked. Yeah. Unfortunately, people wanted a committee meeting on a monthly basis, which is their wish. I'm sorry that it hasn't worked because I still think we're going to have people that can't come every month to our council meetings. And I don't want it to get to the stage where in the past, it's got that we've had more people in the public gallery than we have at the top table. Can I just please ask, Ms. Perry, what Marley's just said about the community committee being the biggest and probably the most important, if you like, because it covers yes. so many things. And I totally agree with that, I always have done. Um, do you believe that you could cope with that only month, every other month then? I Is think that now, what you're saying? Well, yeah, because I think now with the community having a little bit of their remit taken up on the events committee, that that's diluted it a bit. And with environment taking on, I think it could be if we balanced our committees out where we could have done. I just don't want to put more pressure on the councillors who feel awful that they can't make the once every other month, let alone every month. Well, can I just say then, rather than jump back into going to monthly then, we, we, we gave this a try, why, why can't we give the, the other a try then? Why can't we, I mean, because I was the one who said, one, the main one who said, no, committees need to meet monthly. But if you believe, because certainly through the winter months, we've said it before, in the environment used to only go to, yeah, to every yeah, other month in the winter anyway. So, I mean, but, but I think yeah. my other main question would be to Hazel, about from a workload point of view, what would you prefer? I mean, I know you'll go with whatever the council decides, but if you had a choice, what would you prefer? At the moment, 
whilst the committees are meeting monthly, the preparation for the bi-monthly full council is horrendous. You know, making sure that all the papers are there and everything, because it's two months worth, and all the recommendations are in order and, and the finances are correct. It's, it's double the work. So it's would you say the then, you, you would prefer to go back to monthly yeah. unless all the committees went to bi-monthly yeah. as well? Well, I'm sorry, that's, to me it's a no-brainer. We go bi-monthly across the board and give it a try. I think at the time I put the proposal forward, on a lot of the committees, things were coming up on the agenda and the town department was having to say, oh, we've not had a response on that yet, we'll just have to leave it till the next month. Yeah, exactly. So it was taking more than a month yeah. to get information or decisions or no, as I say, I mean, I, it was sort of my, I, my, it was my, I was sort of quite adamant about it, I remember that, that we should, but I'm, I'm more than happy, especially as I say, from the com community which I am no longer a member of, so, but I think it's, I don't, I think we, we give this a try then, because what rather you... than jump back into, to say, no, we're going to have everything monthly again, we go across the board bi-monthly for all the, all the committees and, and the main, and, and give it, I don't know, a few months and see how that, we can always... Can I, ask, can I ask the two people that work with it the most? I mean, I obviously don't mind coming every month to, to anything, but I just think as well, as um, the Mayor said, with the Environment Committee meeting, the winter months are fairly dormant. Um, and I'm just thinking that um, the original plan yeah. by the chair that she put through that got voted down on that occasion, I still think it's got legs. But I don't that's know what, what, I'm so I don't know what the chair and the town clerk wants. Well, that's, what I, that's why I've just asked Hazel. I mean, that's why I think, yeah, we, we go the bi-monthly across the board. Can I just and see what happens? Suggest, because quite, there's quite a few absent people, that um, Judith and I work up a formal proposal to the next full council meeting. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Twenty seventh yeah. of November. So then, then everybody will have the yeah, opportunity absolutely. to have a say. Oh, what they think. Yeah. And we could come up with a proposed schedule of the meetings yes, yeah, as well. Good so idea. Idea. I just didn't want us tonight to jump back in to say, oh no, we've got mm. to go back to monthly yeah. everything because that's all I'm saying. Mm. You know, we, we, there is yeah. time to consider other options. Thank you, Councillor Sutton. Thank you. Yeah. That's mm. good. So that's Almost there, then. 118 Parks report. I haven't got anything. Uh, <laughs> 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 I suppose just to note that I won't be here on next Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Liz will be, but I won't be. Got childcare duties. Right. Um, date of next meeting then. Monday, the 27th of November. Yeah. Mm -hmm.